सहनाभवतु सहनाभुनक्तु सहवीर्यम करवाहि तेजस्विनाभितमस्तुमाविद्विशावहि ओम शांति 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 गणपतिगुंहवामहे कविकवीनामुपमश्रवस्तम ज्येष्ठराज ब्रह्मण ब्रह्मणस्पत आनशृण भूतिदसाधन ओ महागणपत नम नमो भगवते रुद्रा नमस्ते रुद्रमण्यवुतोदे नम नमस्ते अस्तुधन्वे बाहुभ्यामुतते नम यादिशिवतमा शिव बभूवते धनु शिवातनूरघोरा पावकाशिनी तयानस्तनुवाशंतमया गिरीशंताशी या शिशंगिरीशंतस्वे something which is going to be part of the whole rudram starting with the second anuvaka that starts to happen which is seeing bhagavan everywhere in the form of everything this is what is called sarvatma bhava and even though this is the outcome of self knowledge here even before self knowledge in the in the first part of the Uh, veda occurring in the first part of the veda even before self knowledge is a possibility this is seen and practiced you know this is a kind of a ongoing meditation where you see you know bhagavan everywhere in everything as everything and the first anuvaka makes a very you know potent case of seeing it as one's own karma phala starting with one's own karma phala that is the hardest 
वेर टू सी भगवान हजबेंड्स ओन यू नो व्हाट इज दैट कर्मफला कर्मफला मीन्स वॉट दी फ्रूट्स ऑफ और द रिजल्ट ऑफ वन ओन एक्शन वेर ऑल्सो यू सी भगवान सो यू सैंक्टिफाई वॉट यू हैव सीन and you sanctify all the karmas coming to you and then from there you see, go outwards from inward you are going <coughs> outward to appreciate bhagavan as the as the light giving in this in these two verses this one that we are studying and the next one <coughs> as the light giving factor of the universe on the uh, on the literal level you know you you are the one who is in the form of the copper red the orange and the yellow sun and the sun that lights up everything in whose presence all activities take place and again this is very important the one who is devoid of action same thing here the one who is beyond action we, he, the sun is not acting even though the word shine is a verb but the shining of the sun is not an action it is its very being so therefore you by your very being like the sun in the form of the sun that we can see and relate to you are lighting up the whole universe and what are you also doing you know on the macro level and on the micro level you are lighting up you know this this antakarna with your presence and just like the dawning nascent knowledge may you rise may this internal sun of knowledge rise within me because you see even though this is not really talked about if you read the translation this will not be there but this is appropriate because what is outside is within where the two are connected so from the standpoint of the body mind sense complex that we we call it adhyatma centered on i adhibhuta centered on on the universe you know the, the surroundings adhideva centered on on bhagavan so this is this is how there are three standpoints from which to look at all happening <coughs> and the first one here if we talk about the sun you know we have you know on the level of the macro level we have the sun you know rising and the uh, meaning it is blessing the waking world the world is about to awaken all the birds have started to sing you know the chaiwalas are in action and everything is happening and then what you know the day has dawned at this level uh, you know it is uh, it is the adhibhuta level correct yeah so the, we call the dawning day the empirical fact of the day dawning is on the level of the surroundings because all the whole surroundings the universe is blessed by the presence of the sun now at the adhi deva level you have to at the level of bhagavan what is happening you have to abstract it a little more and see how bhagavan as the creative potential so what is day for bhagavan I mean, does bhagavan have a day and a night it's all the same correct so but what does it mean when we look at the waking world from the standpoint of bhagavan you know it even has a name virat virat waking world means this is all discussed beautifully in the mandukya upanishad the waking world which is 
what does it mean? It, waking means what? The waking state, if you take, it's a state blessed by activity, correct? Yeah. You get out of bed unwillingly so, but you do manage <laughs> to get out of bed. And then, you know, you start doing things. This is not the time to just to sit and, you know, be catatonic. Yeah, you, you start doing things. You know, people start making their breakfast, cooking, going to work. You know, all these things, eating and driving and, you know, working. This is the productive time. And in sleep, there was a resolution, correct? There was absolute, what a personal, on the personal level, there was a laya, a kind of a resolution of the knower and the resolution of the known, the resolution of the doer and the done in. All there was, was a, was consciousness in a latent form. And here, the same consciousness is manifest in an active form on the level of the individual. And similarly, on the level of Bhagavan, we, we say that the Virat, this Virat, Virat Rupa, Virat means the form of Bhagavan that is engaging in the quote-unquote waking state. What is that state? That state is active creation, manifestation of this universe, which is happening even now. Even as we speak, new species are being discovered. You know, new things are happening. A plant is taking shoot and uh, you know, you see a baby being born. Something or the other is happening in the universe that is in, in, in motion. In a motion of new creation. So this is, this is called Virad Swarupa. And then on the, this is on the level of Adhideva. Because right now the creation is in progress. Always in progress because we are discovering new things. We are able to know new things because the new things are happening which we did not know before. New viruses are being born. And they say, yay, I am resistant to all antibiotics. You know, the, the viruses declare. The, uh, the bacteria are very strong. New strains. There is this... Uh, there is this uh, there is one bacteria you contract only by going to the hospital, you know. And nobody is mad to go to the hospital. You know, only when you don't have any other go, you go to the hospital, correct? Yeah. And then this is called some kind of a super bacteria. <coughs> Living in the hospital surroundings, the fellow is very, very strong. Extremely strong and extremely resistant to all... Uh, you know, all antibodies, all antibiotics. Yeah, so this is what the thing is. And what is this other than Bhagavan in the, in the most creative state? Because the more we advance scientifically, the, the, it would appear that it is very hard for Bhagavan to exhaust our karma palas. <laughs> so he has to think of new ways to, to you know, to, to enter the bloodstream, you know, to, uh, to exhaust the, the, the whatever karmas that are there. So that is just, uh, you know, it's, uh, he has to keep thinking of new ways of manifesting, you know, himself, herself. And this is what the whole thing is. So on the level of Adhideva, what does sunrise look like? Sunrise here is akin to the constant manifesting, unfolding universe, universe in a flux of creativity. The universe that has the Shakti of all the Bhagavan's creative juices flowing in the form of new, you know, creation, new things coming. 
And on the level of Adhibhuta, Adhibhuta means on the empirical level of one surrounding, when you see the rising sun and the waking world manifesting together. You know, yesterday we talked about it, the crows are crowing, the birds are chirping, everybody is waking up, everybody is, you know, doing this. And, you know, you can see this. And then on the level of the individual, we call it Adhyatma. There too, there is a there is a nascent understanding that is glowing, we can say. Blessed by Adhibhuta and Adhideva, this nascent understanding is growing yeah, on the most metaphorical, allegorical level. So first there is aha, then aha, yes, this is wonderful. There is the, the, the light, I'm allowing this light. So this, this is actually a blessing to allow that knowledge past all the Rahu Ketus, you know, Rahu Ketu means those shadow planets which which on the, you know, collective level represent the shadow self. And the shadow self does not let the knowledge in because it is afraid. Because the shadow self is afraid of transformation, nay, it is afraid of elimination. It doesn't want to be eliminated. It doesn't know that really only things that can be eliminated are things that truly exist. The shadow does not exist really speaking. It is a projection of the light. Only in the presence of the light the shadow is, you know, is put forward. So really speaking you cannot eliminate that which does not exist. But the shadow doesn't know that. It has taken on greater proportions than my own self. And so the shadow is very afraid of being decimated and eliminated. So it will do everything to stop its elimination. That is why the free will is required here to do sadhana, to, to be in a place always of pursuing this knowledge, to, to always pray for the uh, oneness with the teacher and oneness with the shastra so that one doesn't, you know, get, uh, go away from the teaching. To, 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 that, to have that perseverance, we saw this last night, sthirata, to have that committed perseverance. Because the shadow, you know, is just really the ahankara. You know, the two of them really have a lovely pact and say, and think of new ways to keep the night going. Yeah, so that the morning, this tambra will never happen, aruna will never happen, forget babru, that is too far. And so to keep everything in a pre-dawn state, they, you know, it's almost like the ahankara conspires because the ahankara is afraid of losing its slight little control that it has over its, you know, over its life. So therefore, this is a prayer for myself at the adhyatma level to open up. At the adhyatma level, that same waker is called vishwa. Vishwa is the term used for the waker. Virat is the term used for the collective waking experience. And Bhagavan in the form of that, you know, manifesting force is called Virat. So the individual waker and the collective waking experience and Bhagavan who is the law behind that which connects the individual waker to the collective waking experience is called Virat. Beautiful. And so, on all these levels, see, from one simple sunrise, we can get so deep here. We can go so deep. And then the simple sunrise at that level also, it's a prayer. Because for many people, that's all they can do. 
you know and, and i have seen you know in in india even now nobody is doing surya namaskara very you know rarely in the morning you know sun salutations and all are not uh, possible to do because everybody is going to work and neither can people offer in uh, you know what is that called argya so, you know you stand knee deep or waist deep in the water and offer you see the rising sun and you think about all this what we have talked about and offer three times the you know water from the river you know in the, the as you see the dawn you know so the whole thing is may this knowledge of oneness dawn within me that is the prayer so nobody is doing that very rarely do people do that maybe in the rural areas but what people will definitely do is just go outside and go like this that is still there some light coming and even if somebody is sick bedridden when the light dawns they look at the window or the door where the light is coming and they do one namaha this is very deep this is part of the the the, the knowledge of the culture extremely deep so here the prayer is for the sun to bless to bless me and the sun is also like a, a, a tapa a fireball which eliminates uh, disease because in the light of the sun all these other jivas like mold and mildew they don't grow and the sun also shines the light on all things that need attention so may the sun bless me may all the dark corners of the antakarna anything that is lurking there in the form of something hiding you know disease etc may it come you know to fore may it be known to me so that i am able to take care of it you know so this is the the prayer and so therefore this becomes very very powerful as you can see the rudram is not something it's not a toy that we can just learn this and you know uh, somehow uh, what is that master it the mastery of the rudram is in allowing it to transform you that is the mastery yeah you are not conquering it let it conquer you yeah you know let allow yourself to give over to this and that is the mastery because really there is no difference between you and rudra but if you are using this you know using the the mind to conquer the the meaning it will always be elusive allow yourself to be conquered you know yourself means let the ahankara you know be beguiled and be led by the rudram whatever there is it has to offer so here after seeing the different levels of the meaning the prayer is heda imahe heda means uh, anger another word for anger it's kind of hidden but you can find it so uh, you know esham hedah imahe you see the last line there yeah hedah means anger now why will the sun be angry why will bhagavan in the form of the waker be angry in the form of the collective waking experience why will be it be angry even on the individual level why will there be anger there is you know the anger here is everything that inhibits me from enjoying the you know enjoying this knowledge my own karma phalas are seen as the lord's anger as we saw this before there there was a desperation here there is a conscious uh, what is that there is a conscious uh, understanding that this is my own karma phala 
but i'm praying to the lord i can see that this this can come in the way of my pursuit so ee mahe we we pray we pray actually it is ave mahe ava plus ee mahe ave mahe but here because it's a vedic uh, usage only ee mahe is used no problem so we pray for this anger what i see as anger which is due to my own immaturity for that to be totally released so that the sun of this this nascent knowledge can dawn within me and may i and what is the dawn of this knowledge so that i am able to see the sun as bhagavan i'm able to see the 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 whole universe as bhagavan so until something dawns here i can't see the dawn as bhagavan you know so this knowledge is to allow me to be in that place of oneness to even entertain that oneness to see bhagavan and worship everywhere and so therefore this anger and even if it is on the individual level certain anger from the childhood which is the same you know may that all be released i pray because sometimes when things are out of control you have to pray because it's not in my control so just like we said you know manyave namaha in the beginning so here heda ee mahe we propitiate this anger at any level it may be occurring or any block that may be there in the form of my own resistance which is karma phala you know and that karma phala may it leave may it totally leave me free to pursue this this prayer and this next mantra is also dedicated to the sun these two are there and to the sun in the form of that shining presence which which implies all these things that we have been discussing असौयो वसर्पतिलग्रीवो विलोकित असौयो वसर्पतिलग्रीवो विलोकित उदयनंगोप अदृशन्न दृशन्नुदार्य असौयो वसर्पतिलग्रीवो विलोकित उदयनंगोप अदृशन्न दृशन्नुदार्य उदयनमूतादृष्टो मृडयाति स्वराज उदयन विश्वा उदयनमूतादृष्टो 
ீவ the blue throated one that moves below hitaha the orangish reddish one which has a blue throat that moves of course it's very tempting here to bring in the what is that manthanam what is that samudra manthana the the uh, the story of the asuras and the devas uh, they celestials and their uh, demonic counterparts churning the ocean for the secret of immortality to be revealed and all that but we need not bring that in here because that is mixing the mixing the shruti with the smriti the smriti and the puranas they come on a different level because they have been written by actual people <coughs> here these are revealed scriptures channeled by rishis in meditation and so therefore the two are not at the same level because that story came later so you cannot superimpose that over here so what is nilagriva nilagriva means this if the sun is bhagavan then the sky is his throat that is the idea so the reddish one with the blue throat the sky is blue and so moving across the sky the whole sky is his throat and you know so like this is just a creative imagination to to be better able to relate this is all about a personal relationship and the sun is one of the easiest thing to relate and see bhagavan in because it's a very benign and a blessing presence so we start with the sun because karma phala to see karma phala is bhagavan requires lot more maturity here you see the sun and say okay it's blessing all my activities it is blessing the whole world it is getting rid of all bugs and everything so this is easy to connect to so asau yah asau this yah sarpati you know it keeps approaching upasarpati it keeps approaching the the the, the heavens and it almost looks like this bhagavan with the blue throated bhagavan moving you know in a reddish form across and then what happens vilohitah uta enam gopa adrishan uta enam gopaha adrishan adrishan udaharyah api adrishan ವಿಶ್ವಾನಿ ಭೂತಾನಿ ಚ ಅಪಿ ಅದೃಶನ್ ಐಮ್ ಜಸ್ಟ್ ಗಿವಿಂಗ್ ದ ದ ಪ್ರೊಸೈಕ್ ಅನ್ವಯ ಅನ್ವಯ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ಹೌ ಟು ಮೇಕ್ ದಿಸ್ ಇನ್ ಟು ಎ ಸೆನ್ಸಿಬಲ್ ಪ್ರೋಸ್ ಸೆಂಟೆನ್ಸ್ ಸೊ ಉತ ಏನಂ ಗೋಪಾಹ ಅದೃಶನ್ ಉದಾರ್ಯ ಅದೃಶನ್ ವಿಶ್ವಾಭೂತಾನಿ ಅಪಿ ಅದೃಶನ್ ದಿಸ್ ಇಸ್ ಹೌ ಇಟ್ ಇಸ್ ಅದೃಶನ್ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ಯು ನೋ ಪಶ್ಯಂತಿ ಅದೃಶನ್ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ದೇ ಸಾ ಬಟ್ ಹಿಯರ್ ವಿ ಹ್ಯಾವ್
presentants, Pashyanti, they see. Who are these people that see? It's not that only I am, you know, idiotic enough to see this as Bhagavan. Everybody is seeing this. Gopaha, the cowherds, shepherds, etc., the ones who take the animals for a, uh, you know, pasture and watering in the morning, they take them to the lake, some watering hole, they take them on the grass and you have to mind, uh, you know, you have to mind them, you have to be with them the whole day, make sure there are no predators, etc., or somebody stealing the animal, all these things should not be there. Then after that, what? They bring them back, correct? And they also use the sun as a indication that it is okay to take the animals to the pasture. And they are also moved by the sun appearing. They see also Bhagavan. They see you. Oh Rudra, they see you. It's not just me invoking you in this way. The whole universe is seeing you. So the Gopaha, the cowherds and shepherds are seeing you. In fact, the cowherds are called such because they are herding the cows. But you are in fact herding all the cowherds to do their jobs. You are the presence behind the cowherds that are doing their jobs. So you get this very bucolic picture. I mean, you know, somehow you get a greeting card-like picture, you know, the dawning sun and the cowherds, you know, herding all the animals to the water. And then Udaharyaha, you make it even more prettier, women in colorful dresses carrying pots of water, you know. Udahari, Udaharyav, Udaharyaha, like Nadi, you know, it declines. So Udaharyaha, the women carrying pots of water, you can, you know, the one is reminiscent of the scenes in Rajasthan. In Rajasthan, it's the most colorful. <coughs> My God, all the colors. And you see this green field sometimes, and there's all this orange, red, blue, green, you know, women in various, uh, uh, you know, beautiful attire, all these bright colors. Uh, winnowing in the field or planting something or this water carrying, very, you know, common sight in rural India, something we take for granted. And here, this, this picturesque greeting card has been uh, put in front of our eyes. And, and each thing is relating to another because it's all part of this one whole. So now the Rudra is manifesting as the, as the seer of everything and as well as that which is seen by all these people and together the Gopaha, the Udaharyaha, all of them and then who else see you? Not just these two the people, everyone. Survey, Bhutani, all the Bhutani, all the beings, not just people or human beings but all the beings see you. The snake sees you, the uh, you know the centipede sees you, the earthworm sees you, the birds see you. Every, everyone, it's almost as the whole universe is, 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 uh, is uh, celebrating you. They have all come out in their fineries and their colors and the women in the water pots uh, as they are walking, that their walking is itself a prayer unto you. And as the cowherds are, you know, in, in Gujarat we have this, uh, uh, this cowherding stick is there, Madhya Pradesh and Gujarat. <coughs> And even in Jharkhand, that those areas, and that stick is made. It's got a, it's a bamboo, and then it's hollow, you know. But it's not just a hollow stick. It's made. It's made, you know, kind of a, 
narrow here and little wide in the middle and something like that. So it has different frequencies. And the cowherds to call each other because sometimes they get lost and they are somewhere else. They uh, swing the stick in the air and you can make melody with that. You know, I discovered this one time when I was traveling in India. <coughs> Fantastic. You just swing the stick and it's at different swaras, different frequencies. And then each one, uh, each cowherd has his own frequency and they, they, they know who is calling. That is their caller ID, you know. This <laughs> is their caller ID because it is at, uh, you know, maybe G sharp and it is going like this. And, and not only is the frequency there, you can also make a little tune. And somebody, is, uh, somebody else is on D or C. And, you know, they are able to do this. And they, this is their caller ID. They know who is calling and where it is coming from. And, you know, if there is a danger, there is a certain way of, uh, you know, shaking that stick. There is danger here. Some wild elephant is coming. Repair immediately. They want to say that. So fascinating. So when you see this, the whole thing, the intelligence, the knowledge behind all this, you know, this whole wonderful pastoral scene, it's all just so pleasant and it's very easy to take for granted. It's very easy to see the cowherds to see. And, you know, here the, the, the worshipper here is being voyeuristic, deliberately so. We are the, the proud warriors of Bhagavan's creation. We have the ability to see the seeing cowherds. We have the ability to see the seeing water carriers. We have the ability to see, uh, you know, the, the, all the other beings who are seeing Bhagavan in the form of the sun. So we have the privilege to sit back voyeuristically and enjoy this whole scene. Yeah, this is a new form of darshan. Sometimes it is nice to be part of it, you know, and sometimes it's very nice. You know, sometimes it's nice to, to understand it from the standpoint of oneness. At all times it is nice, that is in fact the goal. But the human mind being what it is wants to have darshan of Bhagavan. Darshan means a view. What does Bhagavan look like? This is what Bhagavan looks like. You simultaneously conjure up in your mind the scene of the, you know, the cows chewing the cud. You see, you see the sun shining. The cowherds calling to each other with their little music sticks, you know. And then you see the women talking to one another, carrying pots of water from the river to their homes. And you see, you know, people winnowing and doing the farm work. All this you see. And in this there is a unity between the seer and the seeing. And then as you are enjoying it, as you are enjoying this wonderful landscape, there is something that happens inside the heart. What happens even uh, undesiringly so, even though you want to look at it separately, you have become part of it. So the warrior is also written into the story. You know, so lovely. The warrior has become part of the story, no longer observer. Now you are a participant. Because you are seeing what the gopas are seeing, what the water carriers are seeing, what the everyone else is seeing. So you are no longer, you know, the observer because you are part of this scenery.
because that you know to you to to bring in the evening classes metaphor first you are seeing this whole thing as kshetra correct yeah and you as kshetragnya okay let me enjoy the water carriers enjoying the sun in the form of bhagavan you were thinking that and in the process what happened you stopped you found yourself unable to delineate between kshetra and kshetragnya you you found to your surprise that that which you tried to keep separate this whole kshetram you tried to keep separate because i'm the knower i'm i'm the observer i'm the witness i'm not participating in this this is i'm observing and suddenly you found that even the kshetra is nothing but bhagavan alone so the kshetra has resolved in the kshetragnya this is not the evening class for anyone who's <laughs> wondering the kshetra has resolved the field is nothing but the, all there is is the one who knows all there is is the knower all there is is the witness the observer and even we cannot call it the knower anymore can you because the knower is only in relation to that which is known see or seen so you cannot any longer call this person see or knower etc what is this person now this person is bhagavan kshetragnya and this you know this oneness has been has been transpired because of me looking at everything and then i find that i am no longer there i am lost in this wonderful landscape the landscape has resolved into the sun which is bhagavan and i have resolved into this bhagavan there is an absorption and a oneness because of this because i have allowed this oneness there is a total absorption and in this absorption i see that everything that is observed resolves into bhagavan there is no more the distinction bhagavan doesn't resolve into that which is you know seen everything seer does not resolve into the seen the seen resolves into the seer we have to remember this and so to here there is a moment of this this uh, captured oneness in enjoying the voyeuristic scene i have become part of the story i am also written into the story this story is not something outside of the ken of my you know awareness in being aware of the gopas being aware of the sun i have become part of this narrative i am written into the narrative so vishva bhutani sadrishtah and then what mridayati nah mridayati means you please us because any kind of a you know contact of the desirer with the object of desire is a moment of pleasure and here too there is great pleasure in sinking my defenses and in sinking all the separation there is great pleasure here in noticing this oneness this absorption i'm enjoying this absorption he rudra mridayatinah you please us you please us how you please us in the form of the sun that starts the day you give us the blessing of the day on the most literal level you please us by by giving us the blessing to see everything the seer and the seen as an aspect of you alone as you alone you please us finally and ultimately by this oneness 
that I am pursuing. You please us. So you, you, when the sun comes, everyone is pleased. When the knowledge dawns in the heart, everyone is pleased. And when one is able to see Bhagavan as everything, not just the sun that is shining, but the people and the creatures and the plants responding to the sun, you know, and that is also Bhagavan. When I am able to make no more the distinction between the created and the creator, the created is non separate from the creator. When that knowledge arises, when the sun of that knowledge dawns in me, of course I am pleased. The pleased self comes out, Priyam. You know, this is what the whole thing is. Very nice. And this, uh, and see, you can make so much from this whole, the rising sun. Very nice. The last two mantras, very beautiful. Namo astu. Namo astu. Nilagrivaya. Nilagrivaya. Sahasrakshaya. Sahasrakshaya. Nidhushe. Nidhushe. Namo astu. Nilagrivaya. Sahasrakshaya. Nidhushe. Namo astu. Nilagrivaya. Sahasrakshaya. Atoye asya, Atoye asya, Satva noham, Satva noham, Devyo karanamaha, Devyo karanamaha, Atoye asya, Satva noham, Devyo karanamaha, Asoye asya, Satva noham, So this one kind of <coughs> wraps up this particular section uh, of this uh, this whole, it's like a concluding mantra to the last two uh, that we saw. Because after this, it's going to take a slightly different, uh, you know, topic. So here, Namaha Astu, my salutations Astu, Kasmai Nilagrivaya. Which Nilagriva? The same one that was going in the sky. You know, the same one whose throat is nothing but the sky. To this Rudra, who is in the form of Nilagriva, the blue-throated, pleasant-looking one, the one who is there, Namaha Astu, my salutations. And who is this? Sahasrakshaya, the one who is just like described in the Purusha Sukta, Narayana Sukta, Sahasraksha, Sahasrapath. You know, Sahasraksha means not just one with thousand eyes. Thousand is just a place where we stop. Countless eyes. Every eyes who is manifest as the law of sight. Every eyes are the eyes of Bhagavan. So the one who is all-seeing, Vishvato Mukha, all-seeing one. All-seeing means what? All-knowing one. Because seeing is knowing. So, my Namaha to the, uh, the one who is manifest as all laws, all eyes, the all-knowing one, the one who is manifest. Midhushe. This is not a word that you will find in the dictionary. Yeah. It is a made-up word. 
and uh, according to the commentaries it has a very uh, interesting derivation niha sechane sechane means to sprinkle to wet that's where the word abhisheka comes yeah abhisheka is to sprinkle and wet sich so here it's not sich but it is uh, niha niha is the if you are looking verbally it is the dhatu when you form a word from it midvas or midhush both are same so niha sektre niha sektre you know means uh, what this this uh, uh, what is that sprinkling this sprinkling bhagwan bhagwan is the form of a sprinkler <laughs> what does the sprinkler do you know it, it turns around first of all it's not just in one place that's not a sprinkler sprinkler means it should turn around and uh, and uh, you know makes all the lawns very happy yeah it keeps them rolling along and then it keeps them very happy because the the grasses are just dancing the sprinkler is dancing because it is giving water all around so likewise bhagwan is uh, is midhush midhush means what the sprinkler of the bounty of my karma phala here the punya is called upon yeah papa you please take away and the punya you just make it the make the you know make it louder you know not louder increase the uh, increase the power of the sprinkler there is no drought where bhagwan is and i'm invoking that endless fountain of good karma my own good karma in the form of bhagwan as the universal sprinkler of bounty all the goodies keep it coming turn up the one more notch one more notch let the sprinkler just you know be a a waterfall of of punya and where is this punya what if i don't have any punya from before you know it seems like i don't have because i have so many blocks in my life where did the punya goes what if it is not there well even if it is not there we are three quarters of the way into the first anuvaka and each time you have said namaha namaha and each time you have called him girishanta girisha giritra lohita vilohita babruhu tamrah all this you have called him arunah all that has already created punya and out of an abundance of optimism i am saying i have the confidence that because i have said this prayer and you know i have attended these classes do you know attending vedanta classes also creates good karma definitely yeah even if you don't understand anything if you sit for one hour you get punya see so easy yeah and this you know even the people in rural india know this i had the privilege of accompanying swami ji to rajamundri once you know and there he gave a lecture for 10 days and uh, or eight days something every morning every morning was some meditation evening you know just like this our uh, schedule he had this for eight nine days he had and then you know in the hall in the temple like all these ladies who knew not a word of english they would not even if you paid them they would not speak english this was the situation rural ladies would all come dutifully come 
and get their uh, you know apples no cough drops at that time and so they, they would come and get uh, their apples and everything and then go back you know and one day you know they were they would all be smilingly sitting and nodding their heads in the back and swamiji was intrigued and swamiji said you know are you understanding he talked in telugu he says are you able to understand and they happily said no honestly <laughs> no then then why are you coming every day punyam yeah i'm getting punya by sitting in front of this this is a, i know i can't understand what's being talked about but i know that something very meaningful and wonderful is being talked about because you are here so therefore you know i am um, i am uh, interested in coming every day this is what it is so you see so how many days now seven days one week of punya correct and plus all the extra punya to and morning and night so that is that should count for some <laughs> not just one time people have been coming both times and online people also don't worry even <laughs> you are also getting punya by listening to it because you know you're not robbing a bank in this hour so therefore it becomes really punya <laughs> and so this punya is just something really wonderful because see this is triple punya double punya because i'm attending two two vedanta classes every day okay and then what else am i doing you know i'm yeah i'm not doing anything bad in the meantime then what else am i doing not only am i attending i'm following and in the following what am i doing i'm taking all the wonderful auspicious names of bhagavan giritra girishanta girisha and then what else you know bhagruhu tamraha vilohitah all these things and i'm i'm pursuing this knowledge of vedanta and therefore what happens is that this punya has multiplied so even for the person who thinks very lowly of oneself and says i am the most punya less individual i have no good karma in my reserves you know you don't need your reserve already it is there even if there is that's not true that there is nothing in your reserve but supposing there isn't let us hypothetically say that this you know these whatever we have talked about should take care of it so here that punya which you keep in abeyance for me don't wait to release it oh lord turn up you know turn the faucet of punya to complete maximum this is meedhush and unto you in the form of the one who turns up the fountain of my own bountiful goodness and gives it back to me i beseech you i pray to you to turn up the good good karma let it come back to me and not just individually collectively you bless the world with the presence of rain at in time this is actually a very good thing to say for drought and all this yakshma and other things this mantra very nice so collectively your blessing in the form of rain and your your giving all your bounty you know all their good karma also you are giving to the people and i see you now i choose to see you now as a blessing presence think of the growth of the devotee who was saying oh please keep away you know all this that will come back again but still in a more sophisticated form no longer is the deity uh, the devotee desperate the devotee is now determined and having a lot of confidence that my punya is not a little trickle 
Don't be afraid to turn it up. Let it be a cascading fountain of bounty so that I am able to be comfortable in my life and I am also able to pursue this knowledge. Let there be no mental, emotional and lastly physical discomfort that will take me away from this teaching. So, Meedhushe, that is Meedhush, another form of it is Meedhvas. Both are, both, both are there. And then, yeah, Sahasrakshaya Meedhushe, Atho, Atha U, Ye Asya Satvanaha Aham Tebhyaha Akaram Namaha. This is how the thing is. Atha U, and in this same spirit, I understand that uh, you know, you are all, you are everything, I understand that. But you are manifest as the laws of karma, as the laws of dharma, as the law of botany, zoology, as the law of gravity. You are manifest in so many laws, as so many laws. Each of the laws, from the standpoint of the universe, we see it as, you know, as a devata, adhishthana devata. Adhishthana Devata is an expression that means the presiding deity of that law. That is also Bhagavan. But for looking at it, if you we have a very sophisticated understanding of Ishvara. And what is that? We have a sophisticated understanding of Bhagavan in the sense that everything is Bhagavan. But I have the privilege to be able to relate to this Bhagavan from the particular standpoint of form and function that I need to tap into. And so here, Bhagavan is seen as the ruler of all the various laws that are manifest. And the laws themselves are presided over by Bhagavan and manifest, they, are, they are just a manifestation of Bhagavan. But in relation to the particular working of the law, we have what is called the concept of an Adhishthana Devata, the presiding deity of that law. For example, you know, even the sense organs have presiding deities. The presiding deity of the ears, directions, because sound and directions, they are connected. The presiding deity of the tongue, fire, agni. That's why we say fiery speech, you know, yeah. So, presiding deity of Vak, speech, Agni, and uh, presiding deity of the eyes, sun, because in the presence of light, the eyes see. So, if there is anything wrong with the eyes, we have this particular invocation to the sun in the form of Aditya Hridayam that you can chant if the eyesight is troubled. It's very wonderful. It's not that you are praying to the sun. You are praying to the law that governs eyesight. It's very beautiful. So here the Satvanaha, Satvanaha means the assistants in the form of these Adhishthana Devatas. Now I am seeing Bhagavan as the law of karma, as a law that, that presides over everything. And these Satvanaha is what these assistants, it means you are manifest as your own assistants. The assistants are non-separate from you. And these assistants that you manifest as, the people who help keep up these laws, the deities, the Adhishthana Devatas, unto them akara, Akaram, you know, actually it should be Akaram, I think, but no, never mind, it's a Vedic usage. So Akaram means I perform, I do what Namaha, one more Namaskara, I do, you know. Yeah, so this is what the whole thing is. I do one more Namaskara and uh, 
what what is that namaskara for that may all these laws which are manifest as you run smoothly without interference let the laws not bother me may i have the maturity to see them as an extension of you and if there is any blockage in my life because of the presence of those laws like dharma karma etc let them cease to trouble me let them not trouble me anymore so therefore i perform namaha here not just for the you know, this is like a concluding thing when we have seen this bhagavan as everything this is the concluding not of the anuvaka but of this particular section the last two mantras so here it is important because the namaha is used in the beginning of the mantra and as well as the end okay so namaha astu nilagrivaya sahasrakshaya meedushe athau also you know mangalam astu namaha astu asya for this rudra of this rudra the satvanah the various assistant in the forms of manifest laws what is there for them aham ai tebhya unto them unto all of them akaram i perform namaha so here akaram means i actually do namaskar and they say that when you chant the rudram if you now that we have talked about punya if you want to you know if you want to have a booster punya booster dose and this since this is being our last meeting for this visit uh, what we can do is after the closing prayer uh, do 11 namaskaras right here you know you turn around once once or three times you turn around in the beginning that's enough and after that 11 namaskaras while keeping in view the people around you so uh, with uh, shobha and ishwar's permission perhaps people could spread out a, a, a little bit so that uh, they are not in uh, what is this in um, uh, dashing distance to one another so uh, uh, dashing or crashing so this namaha we can do 11 times 11 because there are 11 chapters and here akaram we have stopped at akaram akaram means i do so online also you just go flat on the floor 11 times yeah and uh, and those of you who are adept in yoga you can do sashtanga you know that push up i was hesitating to call it a push up because actually it's a push down yeah so from the plank pose you 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 push down and do that 11 times if you're able please be mindful of your own energy level and everything this is a legal disclaimer so you just do and, and if you are not able to do 11 do one you know one is equal to 11 we are we are experts in substitution you know so we are okay yes. uh, so with that we will say the closing prayer om purnamada purnamidam purnat purnamudachyate purnasya purnamaya purnamevavashishyate om shanti 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 hari om shri gurubhyo namaha hari om